Hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue and I want to thank you for joining me today. We're going to talk about type fives and we're looking at the book by Beatrice Chestnut called The Enneagram Guide to Waking Up. And we're just looking at a little paragraph that she has about fives. She talks about fives tend to be overthinkers, have a fear of connection that uh, could lead to loneliness in their life. And today we want to talk about the little paragraph where she says fives tend to isolate themselves. So before we get started, just a reminder in the description below is a link to my website, TomLahue.com, where you can book Enneagram coaching appointments or Enneagram relationship coaching appointments. Also, I have certificate classes that I offer if you're interested in training, um, learning more about how to use the Enneagram for personal growth. I'd love for you to go through one of those classes with me. And there is an events page on my website now. Uh, where you can invite me to come speak to your team, your staff, whether that's live, in person, or by Zoom. And thanks to my patrons, I really appreciate your support as well. Okay, so let's get started here. Uh, I think this will be a short video, just to take a second to talk about your tendency to isolate yourself. What does that uh, mean to you? Do you think you do this? Do you think you withdraw from people? Um, do you have a tendency to pull away and withdraw? One of the things that she's going to mention in this little paragraph is she's going to talk about the fact that that could be from a fear of being hurt or a fear of uh, becoming hurt by others. So let's take a second, read this, and then just see what comes to mind, shall we? Chances are that you, uh, you have a tendency to isolate yourself. And that may not even be something you're aware of. Maybe you hear this, a lot of fives would hear this and say, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I do that thing. But you may, you may hear this and maybe you've heard other people say this and you say, I don't see how I do that. Like it doesn't make sense to me why people say I do this, but they, they tell me that I do this or this book is telling me that I have a tendency to isolate myself, but I feel like I'm available way too much. I feel like I... I have uh, uh, people in my life more than I want to. So it may not be something that you're aware of. Uh, maybe something that you're surprised to hear that, uh, that, that is typical of fives to isolate themselves. You may not even realize you do this. You have a tendency to isolate yourself physically or emotionally. So think physically, like geographically, like you just disappear, you know, like the, uh, the superpower of the five is invisibility. And you might just kind of disappear where you're still there geographically, but you're no longer present, no longer engaged. I always think about like being in school and the bell is going to ring at three o'clock for you to leave, but it's only 1.30. And so you might still physically have to be on campus. You're still physically present, but really mentally you've already checked out. Mentally you've already disengaged. And if anybody were to talk to you, they're not going to get the deep you or the real you. They're not going to get the heavy you. They're going to get this lighter, shallow, more seven like you, which kind of like just brushes people away with friendliness. But it's not like a friendliness like I want to get to know you and connect with you. It's more like a friendliness like I want you to keep moving. There's nothing to see here. Just keep on moving past me. Um, and so in that way, you might geographically remove yourself from the presence of others, or you might just do it emotionally, or you might just do it um, uh, mentally disengaged. Or, you know, one of, the, one of the words you'll hear a lot for fives is detached. And this sort of detachment from the rest of the group or detachment from whatever you're engaged in in the moment. So physically or emotionally as a benign habit or a personal style, 
In other words, a benign habit, like it just kind of happens without you even thinking about it. And it may or may not be a problem. Um, it may be in your mind to avoid problems. Um, but uh, just, you know, it's always good to become more aware. Am I doing this thing? Here's a book that talks about a type. Is that what I do? Is this, is this uh, true of how I interact with people or how other people perceive me? But this frequent movement away from others may derive from a fear of being hurt by them. And to me, that's kind of interesting because in my mind, I always think of fives as not really afraid of being hurt, but afraid of being uh, intruded upon or afraid of a, a fear of being invaded or your space invaded or your energy monopolized by someone else. But it's interesting that she mentions a fear of being hurt. Like, I don't want to be hurt by this person. Um, somebody has said a long time ago, and I've said it in other videos, that for a five to be in a relationship, it means they have decided that this person is so valuable, so wonderful, so good, that they are worth the pain and difficulty that being in a relationship will cause me. And is, is that what she's referring to here, is a fear of being hurt, like I don't want my heart to break because this person you know, said something unkind or now is withdrawn from me? Or is it a fear of being hurt like I don't want to be hurt by being engaged in a relationship that feels difficult? So that's something interesting to think about. What does that feel like to you when you hear that, that she says a five uh, doesn't uh, or has a fear of being hurt? Um, tune into yourself at a deeper level and notice how often these fears or feelings of being hurt. And you know, I've had some fives tell me that relationships just don't, don't come naturally to them. Like they, they are aware that so there's some kind of disconnect within them when trying to connect with others. It's like other people have the rules to this game and I just don't seem to understand the rules. Like I don't seem to understand the nuances sometimes of what it takes to be in a, um, a give and take or a healthy, positive relationship. Um, I don't think that's true of all fives, but I, I do believe it's true of some because I've had some tell me that that it's like I was supposed to take a class at some point or just have this intuitive knowledge on how to interact with people in a socially acceptable way. And for whatever reasons, like it just seems like it just doesn't work for me. And so I've kind of gotten, you know, withdrawn or gotten passive about relationships like it's just not going to be worth the trouble or it's just not going to work out for me. So she says, try to notice if there's a fear that rises up within you, like a fear of being hurt and I would add to that the fear of being like overshadowed or overtaken or your energy, you know, exploited or, or um, uh, monopolized by another person. Try to notice if you're actually much more sensitive than you may have assumed. Um, you know, fives often come across to the rest of us as being very calloused, detached, cold, those kinds of things. But, you know, I'm sure that inside your own head, you, you can't feel like that. I imagine you feel like you feel your feelings very well. Um, but it's interesting just to, just to notice, like take that little trip from the brain down to the heart and, and notice, do I sometimes withdraw from people or pull away from people who could be great friends 
or could even have romantic potential because there is this fear of if I were to open up and expose myself, open up and to make myself known, open up and fully engage, what if they would pull away from me? That would be so painful that I don't know that I could take that kind of rejection. So maybe I'll just withdraw and be more of a passive spectator than a participant into friendships and relationships. So, uh, much more sensitive than maybe you have assumed. They consider that this hypersensitivity may explain why you disconnect so much from your heart. Are you able to experience your own sadness? Are you able to experience your own frustrations with life? Maybe frustrations with your place in life of where life has ended up. Are you very happy with where life has ended up? You know, here's a good question for you. You have a line to seven, all right? And remember, seven, there's a whole personality type up there, seven, which uh, mine, that's based on the idea of just wanting to be happy. Um, do you know what would make you happy? Do you have any attention uh, and intention of moving toward what would make you happy? Would it make you happier to be engaged in relationships with other people? Would it make you happier to actually walk up to that girl and invite her out for a date and go on a date with her rather than just kind of like observing her from a distance? Would that make you happy to be engaged in a warm relationship like that? Well, if it would make you happy, or at least the thought is it would make you happy, then what would it take for you to move toward that? What would it take for you to actually take action and move toward what you believe would make you happy in life? You have the right to move toward what would make you happy. And just remember, let me say it to you like this. If you end up 60% happy with life or 50% happy with your life, wherever you're at in this life at this point, just uh, consider that maybe you're not very happy in life because you never really made happiness a priority. Happiness wasn't really your goal. What would change in your life if happiness became more important to you? And you might look at this and say, oh my goodness, Tom, this is so shallow. You're such a seven focused on happiness. Well, I get it. That's probably true. Fair enough. But you know, at the end of the day, I can't help but see things from the perspective I'm standing on. And it just seems to me like if happiness uh, is something that you would say is a goal of yours, then you ought to be willing to take the steps necessary to move toward it. And so if being in relationships with people would make you happy, um, what would it take for you to take action on that? I get it. There's nothing wrong with being alone. There's nothing wrong with being withdrawn. There's nothing wrong with experiencing some of things, some of these things in your head um, from a um, investigative uh, spectator point of view, whether it be through movies or television or novels or fantasy or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just maybe it's not what you should settle for. Perhaps there could actually be real in-depth relationships where you could know and be known. And wouldn't that make you happy? Wouldn't that feel great? But you gotta decide that being in relationships like that is gonna be worth the pain that it could cause you. And that's something you'll just have to figure out for yourself. Thank you guys, and as always, be present to life. I'll see you next time.